I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Dustin, my love, I just want to start by saying I really like your T-shirt. Thank you. Thank you so much. What inspires such a look today? You know, listen, it's time to start representing. Mm-hmm. And over the weekend, I saw some highlights mm-hmm. of Sha'Carri literally kicking ass I heard she was on that some track. Medals yeah, winning races, you know, all over the globe at this point. Global. Um, so shout out to her. I figure, you yeah. know, let's lift her up, even That's if that it. means putting her on. Normally, when you wear somebody on a T-shirt, you know. You know what that means. Rest in peace. Yeah, well, but not this peace, time. Rest in peace to the haters. That's How right. That, that? That's what we. Rest that's what we. All right. Because everybody wants to talk about this young lady when it's a problem. Yep. But I want to hear about these wins. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I like lift that. her up. Yeah. So I thought it was all cute. eyes on me. It's yeah. a Tupac spin. It's a it. little. You see that? You see that? You <laughs> so, see that? Little Alejandra. Like you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Little double. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. We got a fun little docket here today. We're going to talk about all things Essence Fest, and I have a few things I want to just kind of get off my chest as it relates to let's do that Mm -hmm. let's do that you know we're going to ground it in the legal Mm -hmm. uh, because there was a a a legal issue there a cease and desist that essence filed uh along with essentially an injunction Mm -hmm. to shut down a local black business there one that i'm i'm actually familiar with i visited this bookstore i fucks with dj johnson who is the owner black guy young up and coming, really fantastic business and, and community uh, bastion mm-hmm. there in, in NOLA off Elysian Fields. Shout out to Elysian Fields. Uh, and, and I didn't really like it. I didn't mm-hmm. like what I was seeing go down. They say it's never too late to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, but let's be clear, you did the right thing after doing the motherfucking wrong thing, Essence, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, also, now, I really am not a I told you so kind of bitch, but I did tell y'all asses. Well, you know, you said what you said. <laughs> yeah. 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 We actually opened season two with this uh, with this headline, you know, just just hold hold the phone. Mm-hmm. Hold a phone on these Biden student loan debt relief sure refund did. expectations. Sure did. Um, and a lot of people, you know, wanted <clears throat> to argue me down, argue us down. And why are you saying that? Why are you putting that out there? Bitch, because I read the Constitution. That's yep. why. Um, and unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, you know, I hate to say it like that, D, but okay. sometimes you have to make it plain. And and I hate, by the way, that it that, that it was struck down ultimately. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the quote Plan B. Mm-hmm. And while I'm here to tell y'all, go ahead and and, and flag it. Uh, he gonna need Plan C. Mm, okay. We just, I, I just can't lie to my people, Dustin. Yeah. I gotta just tell the truth. It's better to be prepared. <sighs> Like a Boy Scout, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> let's yeah, just be seriously. prepared, yeah. that part. Uh, and then, uh, you know, this Kiki Palmer situation, I could not go here because I had so many, I know you had some reactions mm-hmm. and some feelings, mm-hmm. and we'll discuss Kiki and this young man. Yeah, let's do that. Let's chat. Let's chat. Let's mm-hmm. have a chit chat. Let's have a fireside Let's have chat. a little fire. Not a fireside. Let's side. make it hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, not a hot boy situation. Uh-huh. Because that's the problem. Yeah. Well, that is the problem. Mm-hmm. You're not really a hot boy, mm-hmm. but you tried to be with a hot girl. Mm-hmm. And this is what, this is what and always look at happens. You. Over Got your feelings hurt. Yep. Huh. <sighs> Tis a pity. Oh, well. Anyway. Cry baby, cry baby. <laughs> suck your mama titty. I could care less. <laughs> All the shit going shit on in the world since today. The sixth grade. We'll get there. We're going to get we'll there. We're going to wrap it up there. 
right, so we're gonna start with SSFS. Uh, many folks, uh, especially in our cohort mm-hmm. in in the business, had dis- they were able to descend down to New Orleans for the uh, notorious Essence Fest weekend. And, yes. and I just kind of want to take a minute to reflect, Dustin, mm-hmm. on where Essence Fest has been historically and where Essence Fest is today. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Essence Fest, and I guess this was kind of like the Susan Taylor era. Yes, yes. Essence Fest used to really be a like uppity auntie mm-hmm. type of event. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? When the tickets... Absolutely. Like, hot, sky high. Absolutely. You had to be a rich old black bitch to go. <laughs> my 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 dad's first cousin who was like an uncle to me. His mm. name is Laverne Ross and he's an oh, artist. Oh, beautiful fabulous. beautiful black art that mm-hmm. he's created. Been very successful in the art world and yeah. when we were kids 12, 13, 14 years old, we would come down, Essence would book him to sell his prints sure. and his art in the convention center as a part of the Essence art activation. Yes. And we would go down to Essence every summer as kids and we'd be working, packing those tubes yes. and putting the prints so in there. Women could ship their pieces. It was a part of, of the experience. So I have very fond memories attached to Essence Fest. I I, I know the days that you're that speaking era. of. Yeah, yes. it was a certain era where yeah. it was very clear to your point, Dustin, I'm glad you brought up the fine art of it, mm-hmm. right? Like a a lot of local galleries mm-hmm. in New Orleans were participating, and there would be wine tastings. It, it just had a certain... Genesse Quat. You took the words out of my yep. mouth. Now, we want to fast forward. I know some of y'all might be listening to, to me um, reminisce, <laughs> so, just to quote, your, <laughs> to quote your favorite. Mary. <laughs> reminisce on that love. We had... That part. Speaking of essence, because, you know, Mary was a big part of the fabric... Totally of Essence Festival for years. Years on years on years She just years. stopped performing there like the past, what, two, three years? So let's talk about the past two, three years. I'm glad you yeah. were there. Um, I, I just feel that the festival has taken a turn, mm-hmm. and I don't particularly care for it. So as much as what I just kind of recapped sounds like the elitist version, and there were certainly elements of, you know, a who's who. For sure. I feel like the festival has actually gotten more elite, mm-hmm. more exclusive, so mm-hmm. to say, more gatekeeping going on where certain people, if you know this person, you're going to get invited and booked. If you don't know this person or you don't play this game, you're going to be outside of the yeah. who's who of essence. I actually feel, Dustin, that that is taking place more so today yeah. than the prior iteration. And I have a suspicion as to why that's the case. I think, and listen, we all about business here at Holden Court, okay? We mm-hmm. about that bottom line. Mm-hmm. And also, when you have a cultural, and that's what the the the, the claim to fame of essence is, right? It's mm-hmm. like the festival of culture. cultural festival for black women specifically. Mm-hmm. There's got to be an intrinsic through line to your programming and your effectiveness yeah. in your in, in in the way in which you execute that's yeah. the word I was looking for your execution that centers the well-being of the culture and the community right and I, I'm on record and I'm gonna say this I'm gonna stand on this by myself on an island because I want I don't want to get my friend Dustin in trouble here <laughs> I, I feel essence has lost their way okay I feel essence has lost their way I feel that they have been preoccupied with the commercial enterprise of mm-hmm. it all um, there were a lot of complaints D on social media with people that did attend and were happy to be there mm-hmm. and, and were really really happy with their swag bags mm-hmm. and McDonald's swag and all mm-hmm. that shit. But they were saying the counter programming mm-hmm. was so dense that they really couldn't get much substance out of the festival. I'm going to give you an example. So one of the things, you know, we're going to get to the Supreme Court in a minute here on the docket. But one of the one of the very few 
silver linings of this particular Supreme Court was a decision that came down right before the bullshit decisions. They were like, boom, 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 boom. Right. <laughs> Affirmative action, LGBTQ discrimination, right. student loan debt, pow, pow, pow. Anyways, yeah. right, but before that litany of arsenal, yeah. they did do one thing right, which was rule in favor of the state of Louisiana mm-hmm. being forced to redraw their congressional map as to include a, an additional one more majority black district. Yeah. This is very Good. important. It's fantastic. It's necessary. It's overdue. And it's extremely important, Dustin. I'm going to prove it to you. Number one, like a, a few months ago, mm-hmm, re- as much as I follow this shit, mm-hmm. realizing that my beloved home state, uh, shout out to Tanchpaho Parish where I was born, yeah. uh, only has one black Congressperson in the whole state, and, and Louisiana D is about thirty percent black. I was going to say all them damn black people in all Louisiana. That black ass state. Black. You know my family is from Minden. Oh, I know Minden. Yeah. So like all those black people in Louisiana. I definitely know Minden. Yeah. Because I remember um, the little hoe that was Miss Minden when I was at the Miss Louisiana pageant. <laughs> I didn't like that bitch. I anyway. ain't know that shit. My family from there, not me. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Let's put it Fuck this her. way. Okay. She didn't look like That's us. That's it. Oh, well, there you have it. Okay. I'm not surprised. If she was Minden able to participate in Miss on that level in Minden, then there you go. You know who they pushed to the front. <laughs> Don't, don't get me, don't, don't trigger me now. Don't trigger mm-hmm. my inner pageant girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so the fact that Louisiana has but one black Congress representative, and for a long time it was Cedric Richmond. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just stop talking. Um, then, we <laughs> then we now have uh, uh, Representative Troy Carter. And I've known Troy, I know say too, but I've, I've known Troy uh, for a very long time. He was a mentor of mine when I was in law school. Okay. And, and it's great. So it's like, what the fuck? This is incredible. Mm-hmm. Finally, Louisiana is going to get a second congressional representative to represent the needs and the political agendas of black America. And this is going to be especially germane when we get to what support from Congress, Dustin, President Biden or fill in the blank next president who attempts to advance rights for black people. They, they're going to need those votes. Yeah, is the point. OK, so why in the world? Was Essence Fest not screaming this from the rooftops? Like, Mm -hmm. this should have been on the main stage. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that they had a stage Mm -hmm. where there was some talk about economic mobility and, you know, a fireside chat, a little kiki with Kamala Mm -hmm. and Sonny Hostin. But I'm I'm going to go on record and say this, and I have nothing but the utmost of respect for both Sonny and the vice president. Sure. Um, but, but, But I don't know how much value it adds Mm -hmm. to the culture and advancement of our people to have two prestigious black women sitting on stage kikiing when we need to be challenging and talking about things and policy to really advance ways of black life especially right now because y'all can do that on the vineyard yep (laughs) let's be clear yeah let's be clear and i expect y'all to do that on the vineyard and i hope you have a nice mint julep to go along with it (laughs) but on today but today when the Supreme Court is doing this fuckery, I need y'all to be screaming from the top of your lungs to every individual in the in the convention center, in the arena, walking down the streets of New Orleans, Louisiana, and beyond. Because, you know, New Orleans is the bastion. But everybody's coming from Minden. Mm-hmm. They're coming from Amit. Mm-hmm. They're coming from, uh, you know, Opelousas, Lafayette. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, all the, all the all things. All of that, yep. Okay? All, all the Saint way across Marksville. to Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Okay? Kenner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenner. Ain't that where Brittany ass from? You know it. Mm-hmm. The Princess of Kenner. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
you need to be telling everybody, register to vote right now. If you're 17 years old, yep. register to vote right now. Why? Because bef before the next time we convene here, next 4th of July weekend, 2024, guess what? That con congressional black district will have already been drawn. The names of who will be running atop of that nomination will, will be already selected. be selected. And guess what else? The presidential and other primaries will have already taken fucking place. Right. This is a very important year. And if that note was missed, which obviously it was, it just then was next year. Let's bring in the right people to make sure that that messaging is, is it's prioritized. Right. Because yeah. I'm not going to sit up here because I know well, they, they did have the stage on TE. I know they had the stage, y'all. It was not primary enough for me. Yeah. You feel like the message should have reached further. It was it was counter programmed against yeah. because think about it I, I mean listen we there's a reason that it was difficult in the onset of me even establishing a show like holding court yeah. because people have an attitude and and there's some validity to it dustin that you know consumers especially black media consumers black content consumers they're not gonna listen to no legal show they're not gonna listen to a political intersection show they want to they want to they want pop culture they want entertainment they want fashion they want beauty they want music okay facts big facts so that's why you have to overreach and overstate when you have a captive audience that probably is primarily there to see Meg the Stallion. Bitch, you're right. I want to see Meg too. Wrong with that. Yeah. I want to see Listen, let's be clear. Yeah. I want to see Meg too. I want to see Missy too. Yeah. She's a living fucking legend. Shout out to Missy Elliott. Absolutely. Shout out to Missy. I don't ever think Missy gets the proper respect she deserves. No. Another conversation. But now that you've drawn, as y'all keep bragging about, the largest crowd in essence history and mm -hmm. convention New Orleans, um, Moriel Convention mm -hmm. Center history, congratulations. Now, what are you doing to impact that crowd in a way that actually advances life for black people beyond, oh, I don't know, satisfying all of y'all corporate partners? Because it can't possibly be just about that, huh? It can't possibly be that the reason y'all got 51 million fucking stages is because y'all need a different fucking stage to slap iHeart, McDonald's, AT&T, yep. Pepsi, Coca-Cola. Yep. Could it be that? Oh, yep. I hope not, Essence. Okay, now let's get to the cease and desist. I mean, it needed to be said. I just had to say it. I just had to fucking say it. And I and much love to Essence and, you know, we, sure. we partnered on things. But I, I, I love you, as James Baldwin said, I love you enough to make you aware of the things you are not aware of. Well, you're also literally the target audience for the Essence literally. as a brand. So you're a, you're, your take on I'm this. I'm expressing what we want more yeah, of. Yeah, I'm sure that's a valuable take them, to them, to Essence. You know what I mean? I, I'm certain of it. Yeah, and when they book us for, <laughs> right. that, when they book us for, right, for, for Essence for, 2024. For stages. And, a, and a good thing for Essence to consider is what? a podcast stage let's treat it if, if we're going to be the premier music festival for black women and black culture why does roots picnic have a podcast stage why does made in america have a podcast stage hell dreamville mm -hmm. has a podcast stage mm -hmm. essence festival my darlings my loves my beloved queens it's time for a podcast stage even the um avn the mm -hmm. the porn awards they mm -hmm. had my girls i'm not familiar dustin they i'm had, a clean christian had, woman had, you know well, i'm an inactive heterosexual i'll talk to you about it on the weekend okay i'm, <laughs> but, uh, I'm just playing i talk we're talking about as soon as these mics go down go ahead 
<laughs> they had representation. Shout out to Mandy, our girl. Oh, of course. Horrible, Horrible decisions. decisions was out there repping. So right. let's integrate those podcasts, like you said, yeah. into essence. Because, because it allows them to do two things at one time. Yeah. It allows for shows, many shows, whether it's us, Earn uh, Your Leisure. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fucking great black shows. The Read. The Friend Zone. Uh, let's hello, do it. Friend yeah. Zone, Horrible. See, the thing is. Absolutely. You know, that intersect timely, relevant, topical issues and the laughs. Yeah. And the entertainment and the shade. Yeah. Two things at one time. Now, promise y'all we're going to wrap with the cease and desist. So, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I had a lot to regurgitate. I mean, it, I got hey. So, I was really um, minding my business and then everybody and their mom, and I'm sure you started getting texts like, you know, mm-hmm. people were like, yo, what the fuck's mm-hmm, going on? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that this black-owned business in New Orleans bought, happens to be, you know, you, this shit writes itself, happens to be uh, entitled Baldwin and Co. in reverence to the late and great and brilliant James Baldwin is being essentially shut down during Essence Festival by Essence. What the fuck is going on? Not so, good optics. It's horrible optics for all the obvious reasons. So this is the the narrative initially. Essence was saying in a cease and desist that they had a problem with the fact that Baldwin and Co. was hosting a particular event on a particular day that was showcasing and platforming black authors. And as such, they were partnered with a particular uh, promotion company, right? This particular promoter, Lit Diaries, LLC. So Essence is saying that whether it was Baldwin and Co. or whether it was Lit uh, Diaries, somewhere in that partnership, promotional materials were being distributed, D, that had Essence Fest branding, logo, and likeness availing itself as if they were a part of the Essence situation. officially affiliated. Correct. Now, of course, trademarks matter, brands matter. We're not going to say that that's okay. But I do believe there was a way to handle this outside of... Uh, a cease and desist. Now, another problem I have is the basis of the cease and desist originally was that New Orleans City Council voted and allows these things called clean zones. Which, okay. Yeah, you know, let me let me tell you what this this clean zone shit is. My house, you better not bring your funky your, ass your, up your in there. Your house is extremely clean, and you know what I like about it is it smells good. It smells Thank like pine you, salt. Thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, they do smell clean. Love, it's gotta smell clean. Can you know I tell what I'm you saying? something? I used to do that. It's so fucking trifling when I was a little girl. But see, this is what my mother gets for having a child and thinking that your whole purpose and your daughter <laughs> is to be a fucking cleaning lady. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Gloria, God my girl. Damn. So what I would do, I would try to be a smart little hoe, mm-hmm. and so. She wanted me to clean every day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good enough to clean once a week. I had to clean every day. Like mm-hmm. some of y'all were lucky enough to just have a Anita Baker Saturday mm-hmm, mornings. Mm-hmm. No, bitch. It was every day. Vacuum. Remember the old um, carpet? Yes, fre- carpet air fresh. You sprinkle that, that Arm & Hammer mm-hmm, carpet mm-hmm. fresh and then vacuum them and lines in the carpet. And yeah. if I didn't have the lines, it was going to be a beating. Ooh. So by the end, by the time I was about 14, mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to fix this mm-hmm. fix this situation. I would put pine salt in a spray bottle. <laughs> just <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Hey, there it's you clean. Go. Let that waft let, through let the air. That, yeah, okay. dirty as motherfucker. Yeah. Just, okay. just like pineapple. Okay, Make, I ain't doing it today. Right. How about that? Scrubbing bubbles. Just further testament just, to just, your brilliance. Yeah, That's all. you know, yeah, I was, I've been entrepreneurial early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comet, mm-hmm. throw a little comet mm-hmm. and a little scrubbing bubbles. You know you had to let that comet sit. 
marinate. Yeah, you just put like that chicken. comment on the tub and let it sit. Yeah. Go do something else and come back to the bathroom. Right. My problem was I wouldn't scrub. I would just let it sit and rinse. And rinse, yeah. And then it would take forever to rinse off. You almost it get all clumpy. It yeah. get all clumpy yeah. and shit. Fucking comment. Oh, do they even still make comment? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Ashley Hobbs is nodding her head because yep. she, she, she would have some comment. You would have She would have some comment. Shout out to our producer, Ashley, <laughs> who has comment. <laughs> a, a young woman with comment. What the hell is going on? Okay, so they have these clean zone ordinances okay. in New Orleans where they have took this vote on city council and approved a, 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 a dynamic, which I'm going to say is on its face unconstitutional. Mm. It says that during Essence Fest, no other business outside of Essence officials mm-hmm. can operate within certain literal like mile radiuses, you know, because this is, quote, for us. Now, I, I think there's a, a bureaucratic problem with that just mm-hmm. from a legal standpoint. It, it reeks when they say something is rotten in Denmark. That reeks mm. of some political corruption. That reeks of some hands being greased, some palms being waxed mm-hmm. to say that we're going to encroach and overstep the legal permissibility of mm-hmm. what should be fair business practices mm-hmm. where any business should be able to operate whether it is or is not officially uh conjoined with essence fest what kind of shit is that to be right. like from july 1st through the 5th you can't operate you, no one can operate local local businesses can't operate get the fuck out of here right so that that to me somebody needs to look at that yeah because i think that on it its face fishy. is unkind fishy rotten yeah it stinks yeah. it stinks to high hell anyway and so that is part of the basis in which this cease and desist was relied upon so they uh essence fest essence festival's lawyer uh a, a man who is not related to me james williams <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make that clear okay. i don't know this brother you don't know no damn james i don't know no james williams I mean, the only James Williams I know is James Butch Williams, who practices in Durham, North Carolina, and he would never do such a thing. Right. But anyways, Essence <laughs> Fest lawyer, James Williams, this other James Williams, he's representing Essence, and he says that the cease and desist is only part of it, and his client's main concern is this. This is a quote. This event by this particular promoter, so now we're talking about Lit Diaries, at this particular bookstore, Baldwin & Co., falsely advertised to the public that they were an official Essence Festival event. Mm. They falsely advertised that they were partnering with Essence to put this on. Hence, they sent the cease and desist and literally closed down the business. My thing is this. It's one thing for you to say, remove our marketing and logos and trademarked uh, materials and possessions from your display. Yeah. I got no problem with Full that. Full stop. Full stop. That, that makes sense. But who are you? To close down this man's whole business. And and th- we need to bifurcate mm-hmm. lit diaries here and whatever promotional shit they had going on from the brick and martyr mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. of DJ Johnson. Mm-hmm. First of all, DJ Johnson is a good man, Savannah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's literally in a bad situation. He's in a bad okay. situation. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Okay. I know DJ Johnson. That's right. No, but seriously, DJ's a really, really great <laughs> You know, we be whatever we do these Friday yeah, recordings. That's right. It, it's always like it's this. always it, always, it's it brings out like the this. best it of us. Right? Listen, giving you the best that I got. Um, <laughs> don't get DJ, me started. Because <laughs> I need to go not fuck with us in a minute. She is. She already. You know, she already been over there. Honoring, rolling her eyes yeah. and shit. Um, but DJ when bet on black ran through New Orleans. He rolled out the red carpet literally. Like mm-hmm. I actually, and you know, I'm I'm not somebody with like low self esteem. Mm-hmm. But when I went into Baldwin and Co., which first of all does to me 
what every bookstore in America should do, which is have a bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. why are you selling books with no bar? Mm-hmm. You need that. <laughs> First of all, I can't even hardly understand or comprehend the literature. Right. Unless without a beverage. Have me a little. <clears throat> a little okay. pick me up. That's right. A little literary focus. That's juice. right. So that's reading number is one. fundamental. The first three letters is fun. F U N. Okay. Also spelled G I N. Poor me. <laughs> Poor me. No, so first of all, it's a beautiful bookstore. Mm-hmm. You walk in there, um, many of y'all have seen on social media now that gorgeous mural hand painting of mm-hmm. James Baldwin himself. And 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 listen, Essence kind of fucked with the wrong one and fucked around and found out. DJ Johnson got a Rolodex, baby. How about that? DJ Johnson, he, you know, beyond way beyond little old Auntie E, baby. Ben Crump was up in there. Uh-oh. Uh Nicole Hannah Jones had something Uh-oh. to say about it. Uh it was many many high rollers, many folks with a lot of capital in the culture. Well, when people like that speak on your behalf, that reflects your reputation directly. And the relationships you've curated. Yeah. Essence, you ain't the only people with some phone numbers. Yep. You ain't the only people that that have done right by somebody. And this is a a, a single young black man who has availed himself to amplify the voices of the culture. Sometimes, let me say this, sometimes when good old Essence refuses to do so. (sighs) That part. That part. So, you know, uh, for a lot of us, it looked it looked a little funny style mm-hmm. when you're trying to silence this man and have him close the doors of his commercial enterprise. Well, it's a contradiction to what we know the intention of Essence Festival well, what the, weekend what the spoken, to be. What the spoken intention The spoken is. intention, right? Now, let me ask you this, E, yeah. and I don't know if I even saw this in our notes, but mm-hmm. isn't Live Nation, doesn't Live Na- Nation run the Essence mm-hmm. Festival now? Mm-hmm. And they didn't always do that, right? Correct. That's, oh, a, that's new a new partnership. partnership. Okay. Remember when we talked a little bit ago about old Essence yeah. and new Essence? I think that there's been a changing of the guards of sorts, and they need to do a hard reset. Yes. And really we focus. Like, they need to bring people in who have an understanding. Of the cultural intention and have the, the cultural competency. Yes. Let's use that language, right? Yes. Who have the cultural competency to know how to do two things at once. Because I think, to your point of bad optics here, no one's saying that you should permit someone to uh, erroneously or even illegally use your branding, but you could have had. A, first of all, you could have. First of all, you could have pulled up. Yeah. At Baldwin and Co. It's a beautiful venue. Yeah. Hey, look, we're looking to, to sit with and talk to the owner, Mr. DJ Johnson. Mr. DJ Johnson, listen, look, we got a situation here. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the promotion company that you are partnering with for this author, black author showcase, they're out of order in their use of our branding. Now we want to. Let you keep the doors of your business open so that you can probably make more money on black authors and books being sold in your black owned business on Elysian Fields Mm -hmm. in this weekend than probably any other time in the year. We want to see that. We want to support that. But what we also want to do is make sure that we are protecting our brand image and likeness. Mm -hmm. See how easy that would be? Also, why not take advantage of this moment to like form a partnership? Well, if, oh. if you if you research mm. the if you research the value right mm-hmm. that this bookstore has to the community that part. to black literature in general, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Why not recognize that as an opportunity to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you got our branding on here. We don't really play that shit, but maybe we need to invest in this event and right. make this a part of the official essence activities." What could that look like? So that th- that's how you put your arm around people, Ooh. you know what I'm saying, and really create that relationship. New Orleans, yeah. Essence owes the city of New Orleans. Boop. 
that so part. so those local businesses deeply. that that are that are once again that deeply curate, rooted that curate that fan base that consumer base yeah. 365 as soon as y'all motherfuckers be there four or five days get in bed with those people yeah the, get in the, bed with this them. is who keeps the bread and butter who keeps a commerce market so people can come and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars millions of dollars handle your business because i wish they would put holding court on some papers or on Child. a flyer it would actually be very bad i think Baby, they know what that. So so I get that, but yeah. sometimes you have to you have to take a step back, zoom out, zoom out, and look at who who this is that we're about to enter this legal situation who, with. Who is it? What is the real play here? Mm-hmm. And like you said, Dustin, I love what you said. What is the opportunity to put our arms around this sole proprietor when we're a giant mega corporation? And see, this is where it gets very David and Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. E- let's just say D- DJ was dead wrong on all fronts. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, but let's just say that. There's still a better play for you, multi-million dollar company, to come against this young black man who's trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And then I heard my girl Kimberly Latrice Jones was a part of, uh, she was supposed to be one of the authors. Mm-hmm. Joking. I said, oh, bitch, mm-hmm. we're not fucking with Kimberly Latrice Jones. Yeah, don't not play. Today. Don't, don't play. do that. Not that brilliant queen of the culture. It just was another way to handle it. So Essence did drop it. So let's get to the good part. They did drop the cease and desist. They did drop this uh, temporary injunction here against Baldwin and Co. But I don't like the statement. They said this, quote, based upon Baldwin Bookstore's apology. You led with that. Based upon Baldwin Bookstore's apology and swift action in this matter, Essence has voluntarily dismissed Baldwin from its lawsuit. Let's just let's just stop the bullshit. You know, James Baldwin came back from the motherfucking grave and haunted the shit out of y'all. That's what happened. Better take my bookstore off the list. <laughs> y'all gonna be fucked up till the end of days. I have faith though in this, and I'm gonna tell you why, Ebony. Yes, do it. My girl, Goddess Rivera. I don't know if you hmm. know Goddess. Let me see Goddess. Um, I probably know about. Look, I'm gonna say I'm gonna get a black answer. I know about yep, face. Yeah, This is this is this is actually <laughs> Goddess right oh, I here. Do, and I do know her about. She face. used to be Absolutely. with Twitter. You Absolutely. remember she worked with Twitter for yeah, many years. Um, Goddess Rivera Goddess is. Goddess like she got some money. Go Goddess ahead. Goddess <laughs> is for us by us. Excellent. Okay, she doesn't play. And Goddess is actually the. Um, let me tell you what she. Is doing for them she now. is now the first chief content officer at Essence Ventures, which encompasses Afropunk, BeautyCon, and Essence Studios. Perfect. Now, I've worked with Goddess personally, okay. um, and I know her intentions are good. Excellent. Her being on that team represents- it's going to make a difference. That is a, t- that a step is in the right direction. Okay, so good. Is, with, is, she, is she a new acquisition? Yes. This just happened probably like maybe a month ago. Okay. Yeah. She's oh, a brand new acquisition. Okay. And she, again, her position Excellent. is the chief content officer at Essence Ventures. So she's in char- she's going to be in charge. So then some of these gentle loving suggestions that yeah, we put yeah, even on this sure. episode. Miss Goddess, first of all, ma'am, you look like you have a high um, revenue stream <laughs> and I respect it. Um, Goddess is and cool. Goddess yes. is all of that. Uh, but Goddess has is, is a sophisticated lady. I can yes, tell by that is. photo. And I look forward to opportunities for improvement because mm-hmm. that's what we're all doing mm-hmm. every day. Every day. Okay, so we go, I'm going to leave Essence alone now. Yep, I just it just hit me. I'm like, wait a minute, Goddess just got that's that a new great position. acquisition for yeah, them. somebody yep. who has, like you said, that cultural re- relevancy, that cultural competency, and can say, okay, obviously this is a multi million dollar endeavor, and we want to keep the profits high, and we also want to make sure this community of New Orleans and Black America knows it's loved upon. She does her thing. She was with Twitter, then she just left Disney. Now mm-hmm. she's over there at Essence Ventures. Great. I look forward to seeing her. I look touch forward to see things, her impact because I know it'll 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 
it'll it'll surface. She's gonna reach out and oh touch. for sure I for sure it. okay. Now, President Biden, uh, y'all, unfortunately, was dealt a blow, mm-hmm. and really, America was dealt a blow. Most of us that are <laughs> there's saddled, a joke there, huh? There's a joke there. Go say it. Well, you know what they just allegedly found in the White House. Oh, <laughs> I did say Delta blow. Sniff, sniff, Hunter. No, I'm just playing. You know that shit was left from uh, them raggedy ass, what them r- Trump kids? red nose Trump kids. Oh, yes, yeah. you know no, that's where well, that's from. Or Trump himself. If it was even any found in the first damn place, you know what no, I'm saying. It, so I let's think it just, was a slow news. Week. Let's, that's what I think too. You know, they, they probably were really trying to just get this heat off the Supreme Court. That's How about really that? what that was. Where it belongs. But we're gonna bring it right back. Mm-hmm. Run it back. Okay, so on June 30th, the Supreme Court. Excuse me. Indeed, struck down the president's initial proposal to forgive as much as twenty thousand dollars for student loan borrowers. Y'all remember it was ten thousand, kind of across the board. And if you had had a Pell Grant mm-hmm. as well, you could re- be relieved of up to twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars worth of debt. Um, now, which helps, but it really ain't shit. Well, I was gonna say, unfortunately, for most of us, uh, we make a little too much money to even qualify. Because that's the other thing; there were mm-hmm. all these stipulations. stipulations yeah, yeah, you know, read the what? Find terms and conditions. Every time. Okay. Okay. So part of the terms and conditions were you couldn't make over five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you could. <laughs> okay, Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous, but it was gonna help some people. And here's the other part. Most of the people that would have qualified had this gone through would have been totally relieved of all of their debt because these were people that were not. And see, this is why that talking point from the Republicans about how awful this was because the waitresses and bartenders of America were going to end up paying for the doctors and lawyers degrees. Let me tell you something. Get their ass E. Let me tell you something. I'm going to get real Whitney Houston on you. (laughs) I make too much money (laughs) to qualify for a Biden student loan forgiveness program. Let me be very motherfucking clear. I'm too rich for that. Get the fuck out of my face. All this goddamn money I'm paying back every fucking month. And since we have the fucking... (laughs) Disgusting ass cesspool dwelling ass Republican lawmakers right. giving a damn about the waitresses of America and their, and what they going through. They don't give a hot damn. That you was don't just give a, a fuck. A mythical talking point that don't even make no fucking sense. So anyway, they they know damn well. Even even the public defenders of the world. Right. Shout out to my former tribe. Mm-hmm. We even still made too much fucking mm-hmm. money to qualify for this program. So stop it. Stop the lies. Okay. So it's shut down the White House's newest approach because, of course, let's pivot like any good political operative would do. And let's talk about Plan B. They're calling it Plan B. It's going to be based on the Higher Education Act of 1965. Now, let's go back. The original Plan A that was just struck down was based on the HEROES Act, Mm -hmm. uh, which was basically higher education relief under the auspice of a national emergency. So it was tethered in that particular case, Dustin, to COVID. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, which made Well, it kind of made sense. I'm going to tell tell you why. We made that work. Some of y'all didn't. Yeah. It never worked for Auntie E. And, I'm, this is, and it's not because I don't want people to not pay. I hate these fucking loans. Yeah. I hate taxes. I wish yeah. you didn't have to pay none of this shit. I don't even want to talk about taxes. <sighs> my nerves are bad just you mentioning it. Every time my accountant call my phone, Or will I you get see your check and you wish like all that money could just. Like, well, see, see what's the, the problem is for some of us is you we get it. And then got to put it up. And then you got to, ugh. Anyway. That's the part. That's the that's the, the when they twist the knife. Yeah, that's the you know Hamlet of it all. Oh, 
<laughs> so so he did attempt to take full advantage of the COVID energy, mm-hmm. right? And say that we're going to say that my education secretary, so this is now authority under the executive branch of government, per the HEROES Act, can pause, can even, and, and, and the pause part was right. You can pause because that has a temporary impact. Mm-hmm. But, but President Biden says, well, if we can pause, we can erase, mm-hmm. right? He said, let's just go a little further with it, go on down the road with it. My education secretary can erase all of this particular student loan debt under the argument that we are still in a national uh, epidemic, pandemic, which is true, crisis, and let's get rid of this 20000 loan. Well, the Supreme Court says, nah, player, that's unconstitutional per the uh, something that they really call the major questions doctrine, right? Um, now, I, I, I told y'all this. Go back to episode one, season two. Mm-hmm. I don't like what I'm about to tell y'all, but it is indeed the truth, and it is per the law. Okay. The purse strings of our nation, America's pocketbook. You got to be grown to know about a pocketbook. A is. pocketbook. Okay, your pocketbook. Not a purse, not a clutch, a bitch. A pocketbook. Not a Birkin, okay. you bougie hoes. Your pocketbook. That's right. Your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. The pocketbook of America belongs to Congress. Mm-hmm. It just does. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when you're starting to talk about any type of legislation or policy that is really rooted in the money, in the cash of it all. You got to talk to Congress. You got to fucking talk to Congress. That's it. Some of y'all want to be back. Well, uh, why are you saying they're going to shut down the student loan debt relief? They ain't shut down that PPP loan. Bitch! Congress voted and approved of those PPP loans. Now, it was some bullshit, I agree. But again, those hands were waxed, those palms were greased, and Congress said they lined the fuck up for that shit, and they approved it. And that's the difference. It's not that the forgiveness of those PPP loans or any of those other bullshit, uh, you know, corrupt Mm -hmm. financial forgiveness programs were any more legitimate Mm -hmm. than student loan relief. I'm not saying that bullshit. What I'm saying is Congress said yay on that shit, and that is the difference. Mm -hmm. So that kind of gets me to this plan B. Okay, so he's talking about the Higher Education Act of 1965. So we're going to try it this way. It's going to take even longer. So Because a lot of people were like, well, why didn't he? Even John uh, uh, Roberts, in the Supreme Court opinion, says, well, like, you know, you could have tried some other things. So so the court's saying, interestingly enough, Dustin, we're not wholly opposed to the concept of student loan forgiveness, but not this way. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think they're going to be voting yay anyway. For anything. I don't, but let's play the game. Because that's what you got to do in the law. You got to mm-hmm. play the motherfucking long game. Okay, so they say try again. Because a lot of people said he should have done this n- Plan B, plan A. Mm -hmm. But he says, I didn't do that. And actually, I'm going to quote the education secretary. Who said, oh, no, actually, I read this earlier. This is not my notes. But basically, the uh, education secretary, Cardona, said the reason that we didn't do plan B first is because it was going to take too long. And we were committed to providing immediate relief Mm -hmm. to America's uh, working class. Mm -hmm. And I respect that. But here we are. So plan B, I'm going to tell you all right now, it's going to run into the same fucking problem. Because so, it's, it's, it's the same argument wrapped in a different statute. So you're going to go the scenic route because it's going to take um, like eight, up to three to 18 months, predictably, could even take longer than that, for them to do something called a rulemaking process. So you got to vote and get all this shit in order just to then be able to go about pursuing 
this forgiveness under Higher Education Act of 1965. And then guess what's going to happen, jurors? Someone's going to sue that particular plan under the same argument that it is an overreach of executive authority per the Constitution, per the fact that the Commerce Clause requires Congress to manage the finances of the country. So we're gonna we're gonna go the opposite way to get the same in the result. Same damn spot. Okay, so what do we need to do then, Eve? Okay, I'm glad. Let's just yeah. get to it. Yeah. This is why I wore this shirt today. Mm-hmm. What is I can't read this shit. What is say? If you can read across my big old Black D's. folk must vote. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Now I wore this shirt today because this is the only way, legally mm-hmm. and effectively. And let's just stop playing with the bullshit and get it done way that Auntie E can prescribe for student loan debt relief to be a real thing in America. A reality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It requires this. It requires actually stop trying to go around Congress, Mr. President, and go through it. Stop taking a shortcut. Stop trying to overreach your executive authority. Well-intentioned may it be that shit going to keep fucking up and failing. Because they don't give a fuck. And they're going to do whatever they have to do to block this. Every time. Yeah. So let's just stop with the shortcuts and go through. Let's go the long way and go through Congress. Now, that requires this here. Mm -hmm. This requires, I think, the president, because if I'm Biden, fuck it. Like, let's just go hard in the paint. And let me run for a second term in a way that allows me to actually execute an agenda that makes my presidency mean something. Or if if not, then fuck it. If not, then sit down and let Gavin Newsom or somebody yeah. else run. Yep. If you ain't going to really go for it. Yep. So I would go for it. And I would run on this, Dustin. I would run on the fact that y'all saw when I was in the Oval, I made every attempt that I could to make student debt relief happen. And the Supreme Court tied my hands. I'm asking the nation to support me and untie my hands. And how do you do that? You have to not just put me in the White House. You have to deliver me a Democrat overwhelming majority in the House of Representatives. You have to deliver me an overwhelming majority. And by that, I mean at least 52, 53 Mm -hmm. Democratic senators. Mm -hmm. If you do that, I can do the following. I can actually get the votes just like we got the votes on PPP. I can get the votes from Congress to erase this student loan debt. Why are we not seeing that come from the from the White House? It's really just one reason, and and I hate I hate this reason, but I'm gonna tell you what it is because I've been talking to mm-hmm, my DC mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. the president and this administration, and the vice president too. I gotta put my gotta put my sore in it because she's responsible. And see, this is the shit they should have been talking about on that essence stage. Mm-hmm. They are too afraid of being off putting to who they think their real base is still, like dummies which is rural, white, rust belt, industrial America. And they're afraid, Dustin Ross, that if they run hard on this, what I just said, because with, with, that, with that Democrat majority Congress and Senate and Biden, baby. We can get it done. Cook the motherfucking <clears throat> kitchen. Run the, run, what's it, uh, run the table yep. from student loan debt relief to let's uh, have a federal protection for women's right to choose Mm -hmm. what to do with our fucking bodies. Mm -hmm. Let's run the table on, oh, I don't know, the Supreme Court want to do this fuck shit with affirmative action. Let's make it so that we decide as a federal authority that diverse 
racial and cultural campuses are indeed a compelling state interest to make America exactly the nation that it should be for it to live up to its ideals as a civilized nation of equality. We can run the table on black maternal health care. Madam Vice President, I appreciate you coming out and speaking on it, but can you legislate on it, please? Because that's the real action. That's the real work. That's what we need. That's what we need. So that the reason that they're not saying what I'm saying, because, you know, I'm a smart bitch, but, you know, this, yes, this you right, are. but this right here well, ain't right. Smart. You ain't no bitch. Which is well, it depends to on me. who you, you are. You can say I'm it, but I, you know, I'm yeah. not a bitch to you. No, yeah, you smart. <laughs> you, yeah, shit, okay? But what this right here ain't rocket science, baby. Mm-hmm. This is common sense strategy. Uh, and the reason they're not saying it, Dustin, the White House is not coming hard out the gate like this here is because they don't want to offset. They don't want to upset. They won't, don't want to be off-putting to white rural voters that they fear would backlash against them and keep them out of office. If they if they admitted the quiet part out loud that we really need to make some shit happen for the broader diversity of black America. But they, but here's why I think that is a political misstep. Because <sighs> I was about to tell you. No, go tell ahead. me. No, no, you tell I, me because I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. No, but first of all, there's ways to satisfy that base as well as get to the forefront with the politics and the political action that we so desperately want to see. Mm -hmm. If the White House and this administration is paying attention to the conversations that are going on as we approach this election, Mm -hmm. right? They know that people want to see more from them. Now, we know we've been keeping up with all the things that are going on, and we've been keeping up with what the Biden-Harris administration has done. They have made some progress, but not in ways that have really impacted. And they haven't sold it well. They haven't sold it at all, to be honest with you. I agree. They are up against some radical, um, um, grossly disrespectful to the political process. That part. You know, Republican politicians, if you want to call them that. Republicans are at war, and Democrats are stuck on diplomacy. And and there's a way to be at war in a diplomatic way. There's I don't a way. Think so personally, I mean, play, play well, dirty, well, but play good when yes, you need to. Yes, like, you are right. But I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting that I don't think there's a real benefit to even airmarking it as diplomacy anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think, first of all, the Democrats are still confused about who the fuck their base is. Let's let's go back that, to that. Yeah, clearly, that's, that's the real problem. Y'all are still stuck on these. 1992, 96 Clinton mm-hmm. data points mm-hmm. where Democrats, the establishment Democrat Party, and this includes some high-profile blacks, mm-hmm. they still think that the 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 winning note of the Democratic Party comes from uh, rural working-class white America because that was the Cl- because that was the Clinton collective. That's that is how. Well, things have changed. <laughs> The fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why are we even... But that's what they... I'm telling you, that's what they're stuck on. And this is what happens when the president is Joe Biden, who has been in the United States Senate for 75 years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not for Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. So you still think that your best chance at re-election cuts through Idaho. Cuts through... I mean, maybe not a little, but you know what I mean? Cuts through that... That, that yeah. honky tonk, yeah, yeah, white voter, and yeah. you don't want to piss that voter off, and you presume erroneously, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that Black America is going to show up for you anyway, so you don't feel you need to run as aggressively on those issues. You believe that the youth vote of all colors is going to show up for you anyway, so you don't need to run as aggressively on those issues, and you want to 
kind of be quiet about those aspects of your policy agenda and you still want to run on these same honky tonk talking points thinking that you're going to pull votes from a Trump or DeSantis. I'm here to tell you, Madam Vice President and Mr. President, you are not. That ship has sailed. That aspect of rural, white, angry, incensed white America who feels they have lost their legs in this nation. They are not coming back to the Democratic Party in this generation. Forget about it, as the Italians would say. Yeah, forget about it. That's it. Yeah. Forget about it, though, for real. Yeah. And go ahead and run with who's running with you. There you go, E. Run with black America. Run Run and earn the vote of black men. Stop bitching about how black men are staying at home or they're not coming out or they're voting 20% for Trump. Well, look in the fucking mirror and think about why that might be, Mr. President. Look in the mirror, sore, and think about why that might be the case and do something about it. Speak specifically to the needs of black male uh, mental health care. Speak specifically to the needs of black men and prostate screenings and the disparities of health care as it relates to black folks dying in this country. I'm still waiting on the George uh, Floyd Justice and Policing Act. I don't know about you. We ain't forgot. I So, so yeah. So that's it. That's that's it, y'all. So. So how, how, do we, how do we get the, the relief, the student debt relief actually done? You, 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 you can keep trying. You can come up with plan B, C, D, F, and Z, Mr. President. They will all be shut down by this particular Supreme Court under the same doctrine of whether we want to call it major questions, whether you want to call, call it the Commerce Clause, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm actually going to suggest they have a constitutional rationale that flies. I'm, whether you agree with it or don't agree with it. Elena Kagan and her dissent didn't agree with it, but it's called the majority, Mr. President. And the majority of this court says you overreached. So how do you avoid keeping this from happening in plan B, D, C, D, F, and Z? Mm-hmm. Stop trying to stop trying to bypass Congress, sir. Get the votes. Get the votes. So that's it. Okay, last but not least, let's talk about Miss Kiki Palmer. What did you think um when you saw all of this hoopla? I thought we was focusing on the wrong Kiki's baby daddy. I think Would we need you? to be talking about Kiki Wyatt's baby daddy and all them damn cheering she got. If the, <laughs> if the conversation is about somebody named Kiki's baby daddy, that's the one. Because Kiki Wyatt, you're going to have to stop doing she it. She got, what, she got 12? 1,200. She's going to have to stop doing it. You know how much bacon she got to make every morning? You know how many eggs she buys? she looks like she, that's, that's a woman that love to be pregnant, doesn't uh, She must. She been pregnant since, hey, she let there be 14. light. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, no, Kiki Palmer's um, baby, to me, the whole fact that the fact that that is national news is hilarious to me. I saw CNN, CNN reporting child. on this, several major news outlets, yeah. but let's, from the most simple lens, right. Right. we love Kiki Palmer, and we don't know no you. And the fact you. that you are, are being mean to Kiki Palmer was all we needed to know mm-hmm. to, to dig right into you and figure out who you were and air your ass out. And here we are. And he's you been brought cleared. it on yourself. He's been cleared. Uh, he's been cleared. I believe he's still not even on social. He, he came back okay. yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Oh, with that stupid Kanye video? Yeah. Which that, that tracks because, you know, they pulled all those tweets from him where he was. Did you see the tweets oh, no. they pulled? Oh, baby. Tweets of him. Um, um, empathizing with Trump supporters, tweets of him um, saying that he doesn't believe in des- domestic violence, but some bitches be tripping. Ooh. 
tweets of him talking about um, black people need to be compliant when they're pulled. Or I ain't saying they need to do that. I'm going to say this about it. My take was very simple. Number one, um, number one, I don't even think Kiki liked this man. Mm-hmm. Let me just start with that. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. did. I never bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Kiki was at a place in her life, her career, her trajectory as a woman. Mm-hmm. Well, she was ready to be a mother. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women are not going to do what I have chosen to do, which mm-hmm. is understandable. Um, they are looking to pursue motherhood in a more traditional fashion, okay. which includes a, 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 a man in the flesh <laughs> that they are in some kind of relationship with, married or otherwise. And they want that. They want the, the pregnancy announcement with the man and the holding the belly. And they want the um, birth photos Mm -hmm. of the skin to skin with mommy and daddy and Mm -hmm. all of that you know those optics are beautiful and 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 they tell a certain story especially about black family and i think kiki wanted that Mm -hmm. and i think kiki got that Mm -hmm. and i think now that she's gotten that i don't think kiki probably give a fuck about this man i hope she doesn't i really don't i really don't i think it was very phaedra parks to be honest i think um (laughs) i really do i'm gonna just go ahead and tell the teeth I do. I don't think Phaedra gave a fuck about Apollo's ass. That's why he went to jail. She gave a fuck about yep. him. Uh, so yep. I agree. I, I don't do. think Phaedra gave a damn at all. Her little Mr. President mm-hmm. and Mr. Uh, Emperor mm-hmm. or whatever the mm-hmm. other one named. The president and the, and the, um, the prince or whatever. And the, right. <laughs> whatever. whatever. Aiden and Dylan. Right. I'm sick of all she that dumb shit too. Aiden and Dylan. Right. She wanted them little cute ass boys. Mm-hmm. And she got them. And the rest was Sayonara. And she didn't give a damn. And, well, and you know, if she don't give a damn, we don't give a, a fuck. Let the <laughs> chips fall where they may. And I really think that's what's going to with Kiki. So I think that this man, much like Apollo, mm-hmm. played himself and overplayed his position. Mm-hmm. Sir, you were actually never that important to this billionaires in the making How in the first that? place. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear of who the fuck Kiki Palmer is mm-hmm. and who she's been. Mm-hmm. You were picked probably almost at random. Maybe he has some decent gene selections going on. Mm. And you served your purpose. And then you got really beside yourself and really thought that you could say something to this woman who pays the bills. As if. As if. You thought you could speak to this woman about anything. Her attire. And also you lying, Darius. Mm -hmm. This was not even about the dress. This was about the fact that she is sitting here canoodling. Mm -hmm. With the king of uh, the current king of R&B, Mr. Usher Raymond. A man that you know is richer than you. Mm-hmm. A man that you know has more access than you. A man that you know is not afraid to connect That's with your it. baby mama. And everybody else's baby mama, too. And it was in your damn face. Yeah. And you could see, I'm a nigga. I'm a, yeah. By nigga, I mean a man. Of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a man. We got a little too more comfortable. We right. got a little too comfortable. Yeah. See, I'm a man. Now, Friday, so I, Friday, Friday episode. It happens. I understand yeah. what I'm looking at. Right. I know that that was him. His insecurity screaming, jumped out. Just jumping jumped out. out. And, and and if you are any sort of man that has game and charisma, that's the one mistake you never want to make. Right. You never want to make that mistake and seem as if you are bothered in that way. Mm-hmm. Even, Even if, if you, you are. are. Which is natural, right? But, but you me, process that. That's your job as a man. Well, you have some, some discipline yeah. as a man, as an adult, really, to uh, keep that shit to your job. And this is how I know he's lying. This is how I know it wasn't about the dress. Because let's let's say that this is the quote, right? He says on Twitter before he deleted that shit and got played. Um, the video clip is Kiki and Usher hugging and he's serenading her. As he's done, by the way, several women. Old women, young his, women, right, any women. Any woman. Um, that that Usher recognizes in the crowd. Issa Rae has gotten mm-hmm. this. Anita Baker has mm-hmm. gotten this. Stop it, Darius. Anita needed it. Anita needed a lot, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darius says this. It's the outfit, though. You're a mom. 
Then he goes on to say this, doubles down when he, people started shitting on him. We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids. So that's two lies. Because mm-hmm. y'all ain't married and you only got one kid with her, so mm-hmm. stop. That's how dumb he is, though. No, it's not dumb. Right? That's, that's, you're a liar. Yeah, totally. You're trying, he's to, a you're liar. trying to stretch it. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're trying to stretch your footing to something that you don't sustain. Anyway, to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to be- to what I believe. I rest my case. So here's how we know you're lying, sir. <laughs> because Kiki could have had on that same exact motherfucking dress with them same beautiful booty cheeks out. Mm-hmm. But if she was standing in a photo with... Beyonce. Beyonce, Issa Rae, and Kylie Jenner. Let's mm-hmm, just say, because mm-hmm. that, that's pretty much who was at the fucking mm-hmm, party. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have said a motherfucking thing. You would have reposted it. Right. So it wasn't the dress. So it wasn't the dress. Like you just said, Dustin, it was the Usher Raymond factor. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's and, it. and and he's such a, he's so st- fucking stupid, he doesn't even realize how much of a living contradiction he is. You speaking on family values and all these conservative ideals, you had a baby out of wedlock. Yeah, first of all, you, you haven't even married this You're woman. Not, you haven't even made her an honest woman, yeah. according to your according own to ideology. Your limited construction values. Very exactly. limited. You know, yeah. you're young, you're dumb, you need to keep you living. Overplay, you listen, she got, she, Kiki ain't do nothing but what I'm about to do. She just brought him along for the first part yeah. of the ride. And, and, she and, might as well have gone to the Cryo Bank. Who, honestly. Who do you think you are? Uh, I, he'd have fucked around and found out, Dustin. Very much. He's this irrelevant. is a modern world. Yeah. She's the breadwinner. What she say goes, since you want to take it there, she was playing nice with you and allowing you to be visible as a companion but we know who's running yeah, this show yeah you were just that i'm glad you used that term you were just a companion you were really just a little piece of arm a candy. temporary you companion were really just at a, best you really let me just say it you were a prop yeah <laughs> sir you were a prop in them fucking pater- um maternity, uh, pregnancy, photos, maternity yeah. photos and pregnancy announcement photos she and doesn't now need you have been him dismissed and yeah you're going to get the rudest of awakenings when she gets the hell on from you and you now have a modern family to manage motherfucker. and i think it was that anyway to yeah be, I, 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 you know and i don't know kiki palm i never met this brilliant beautiful woman but if i had to suspect i think kiki was of the same mindset as as what i believe phaedra had mm-hmm. as what i'm gonna tell you another person that had it um anna nicole smith mm. when she was ready to, did you see that documentary i sure did it was good as hell wasn't it it really was eye-opening first of all a lot i learned a lot too but i also was thinking anna Damn, Anna, you you went out like that. You could you could have just came with me to the Cairo, Cairo mm-hmm, Bank mm-hmm. because that's all she wanted from Larry Burkhart. Mm-hmm. She never wanted nothing. She couldn't even stand him. She mm-hmm, didn't even like mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. She just thought he had little cute jeans. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to have her little Danny Lee, mm-hmm. little, whatever the little girl name is, yep. Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn. That's yep. it, Danny Lynn. And then get the fuck on. She didn't even want him on the birth certificate. Yep. God damn. Yep. So I do think there's a cautionary tale here too, ladies. I'm just going, I'm not saying everybody need to, Literally go to the Cryo Bank like Auntie E. But but I do think we need to be really mindful when we kind of cast, because mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a casting mm-hmm. that's going on there. When we cast these um, men mm-hmm. to come and play the temporary roles of daddy for the whatever optics or uh, temporary reasons that we might see some value in them in that particular capacity, because then they do what? They... They take, we give them an inch and they want to take a mile. They'll snatch the whole ruler out your hand. Yeah. So just ladies, just watch that. So if you're going to do that, you just need to put them terms and conditions, as Dustin Ross would say, up front. Like, sir, let me, let me be clear with you. 
let me be very clear with you. Yeah. I'm running things over here. You don't run shit over here. Yeah. I am electing you. Ding, 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 motherfucker. You won the lottery today. I have decided to carry your child for mainly my own purposes. Yeah. You. This is what you get. You get to come to the baby shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get to be in the maternity photo. These are your bullet points. Yeah, right this here. is this is this is your cash. Mm-hmm. This is your prize package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to be in the in the birthing room, maybe if my mm-hmm. mama say you can be there. Mm-hmm. You get to um, you know, be around for the first for the gender reveal and the first you know few months and the skin to skin. And if you act right, you can stay around per my discretion. But if you want to ever forget. What you are really around for, you can get the fuck on. How about that? And that's just the wake up call yep. a motherfucker like him needs. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That part. These these I'm a man, so I get it, right? Mm-hmm. And I also understand that you have to to reimagine, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, the lens that you look at the world through. You are not entitled to any sort of positioning or prioritize pri- or or position of priority Mm-mm. in your partner's life. Whether you date women, man, whatever, this is a modern world. And so you have to earn your keep. If you want to experience a throwback to that, you know, traditional you whatever, you got to earn you, it. And, and you really need a broke bitch. If so, that's a, what you want to be on. A man in this position. With you that look, mindset. You look medium broke to me, yeah. sir. Yeah, oh, he's broke broke. Right. You know, you you at least medium to low broke. Yeah. And so for you to operate in this, I'm the king of my castle posture, which I'm not mad at it, actually. You know, I have some... Some I can hold the space for those more quote traditional slash barbaric whichever way you want to look at it relationship practices, but this I don't care if y'all mad y'all already mad anyway at me about the bus ride. You got to pay the cost to be the boss. Baby. I agree a hundred percent. That's it. Yep. So that's it, and I don't give a fuck who mad about it. You, what about love? Look, oh, t- t- Tina say what? Well, look, just about to throw the goddamn camera, camera out I'm the sorry, room. <laughs> That's how mad this shit right, got me. Right. You know what I'm Listen, saying? Listen, Tina said, what's love got to do with it, baby? And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Love is love. Love always will have a place in relationships and marriage and everything else. But don't add, don't ever play yourself to pretend as if love is enough. Okay? If you talk to a real married person, they will tell you, love ain't never been enough, mm-hmm. baby. And the money matters. Mm-hmm. And you know why the money matters, Dustin? It matters because we're not talking about cash, dollars, nor cents. What we're talking about is power. Hmm. We're talking about power. And when someone is not in a financial capacity to really exert power in a relationship, this is what the fuck it looks like. Yep. Oh, well. And you brought it on yourself, Darius. Fumbled the whole bag. I could give a damn. I hope she does break up with him. I think it's done. I don't care what it. I don't and know what it looks like. brought that on like. herself. She don't need to be with a man like that. She's too powerful you, of a woman. I don't even think she liked him. No yeah. way. I'm telling you. You got your I'm, baby. I'm, move on. You a man. You a woman. Yep. I'm a woman. Yep. So you know it. You know the rationale here. Ciao. She said, thanks for the DNA, honey. Hmm. Bye. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. All right, y'all. Let's go cut it for this week's episode. I'm holding <laughs> Join us again next week. We'll be right back in session in the meantime. Yeah, please walk slow outside. That's what I was talking about this. It's, it's about 100 some degrees. Please. Don't just think that you Superman and just jump out the fucking bed and w- run out the door like normal. Yep. You stroke out like that. You can't do that. You got to take it slow and yep. easy. easy. Ease on down the road. With deodorant. <laughs> Not organic. No. You need a, little, need a little aluminum under them arms. Yeah, Not that, aluminum. Aluminum. Okay. All right. What you want the people to do, D? Read your terms and your conditions and leave your baby daddy. It's an act bad summer. Sometimes it's best to never meet him like me. How about that? Okay. <laughs> you got a village, boy. <laughs>
Boo. How about that? Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Ellen Swag, And marketing lead, Samira Still.